HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. The following is a public service announcement from Just Food. Help bring live chickens into food challenge communities through your donations to the Just Food City Chicken Project 2011. The City Chicken Project would not be possible without the volunteer hours, donations, large and small, and the vibrant energy and ideas of the communities we work with. Just Food is a nonprofit organization that connects New York City communities and local and urban farmers with the resources and support they need to make fresh, locally grown food accessible to all. To donate, search on kickstarter.com for Just Food and find their City Chicken Project. For more information on Just Food, visit justfood.org or call 212-645-9880. That's 212-645-9880. Let's keep making New York City a better place to live and eat. Listening to Let's Eat In. I'm your host, Kathy Arway. Woo-woo. And that's our guest, Kadeem O. Hello. So, this is the Everly Brothers, uh, Kathy's Clown, as the theme song. But uh, Kadeem here is a, is a musician himself who makes a very much a more modern beats. <laughs> y- yeah. <laughs> Some, but but I, 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 I think kind of, I would love to make like folk music. Yeah. You know? yeah. I saw you digging it. You're like bopping around. So. Yeah. I was like, what? Anyway, so um, welcome to Heritage Radio Network. That was a lovely intro from Just Food. We'll see them next week on the show, too. It's talking about the City Chicken Project. Um, and Ooh. Kadeem, we're going to talk about kimchi. That All sounds kimchi, great. Because he is the founder, um, proprietor, uh, what else do you want to call chef of Mama O's kimchi? I, I prefer Picklemeister. Picklemeister, fermenter, fermentator. Sure. The... Yeah, Uncle O, the kimchi king of the L- LES. Okay. Not Mama O, though. No, no. She, I guess she's just like the... The, the mascot. Yeah. No, well, more like the queen, you know. Aww. Yeah. Well, well no. Well, if, if she's the queen, uh, I guess I couldn't be the king. I'm just like the prince then, yeah. I'm, I'm more the prince. <laughs> the prince yeah, of I'm the prince of, yeah, pickle cabbage. And um, as mentioned, he's also a musician, and his band is awesome. It's called the Beatards. Yay, yay. Um... And you know, quick plug, yo, yo, yo! My album's about to drop in uh, in July. MTR Records, holla, holla. Are you touring? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, we're, we're setting up a tour uh, starting on the West Coast um, with uh, Dub Frequency. There, are, there are 
our PR uh, company that's that's promoting the the whole project. Wow. Kadeem, you're just blowing up all over the place. You have a band, a record coming out. You have kimchi that is growing, a business that is growing faster and faster than ever. And you just started it, what, a year or two ago? Two yeah, years like ago? Yeah, like two years ago. You have now a deli in Queens. I do. That you operate and sell kimchi at too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, it's, it's, it's great because uh, uh, I was just in a, a blog, the Bushwick um bushwick blog i don't know okay and uh so now people uh whenever i'm working i'll I'll see a couple people and and the the deli it's in like a ecuadorian mexican polish neighborhood so then every every so once in a while i'll see some you know a couple people with flannel shirts and beards come in (laughs) and then i'm like they're here for the kimchi (laughs) yes so but great. you can also find your kimchi all around Brooklyn at stores like Brooklyn Kitchen and so forth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Brooklyn Kitchen, uh, Marlowe and Daughters. Uh, I think they're the first people to carry it in Brooklyn. And then... Uh, For green, I mean, green grape provisions. Uh-huh. Yeah. Green grape, uh, ketchup products, um, Park Slope Food Co-op, who are awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so it's great now. And one thing I like about your kimchi is that you really try to promote cooking with the kimchi, not just eating it straight, which is great, too. Um, like, I remember at first, like, markets, when you, when you were just coming out, you had this kimchi salsa that you would serve up with chips and mm. fresh tomato and onion and kimchi all chopped up in there. It's a good idea. So good. And tell me more about this uh, experimentation with cooking with kimchi. Uh, I hear something about a kimchi palooza. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... Okay. Um, July 10th, that's going to be part of Cookout NYC that uh, uh, Jimmy Carbone from, uh, what's it, the good... So many things. The good yeah, be- I know, right? <laughs> good Beer Seal, he has a show here called Beer Sessions. Right. Jimmy's number 43. Right, so Jimmy, uh, uh, actually, this, you know how, you know, it's funny, you know how this all, all came about is when I went to go visit you at Jimmy's for your book signing, mm-hmm. and I told Jimmy about this idea that I had, and he was like, uh, this, this is going to be my Jimmy impression. Hey, what you should do is I'm doing this thing. Cook out NYC, Governor's Island. Do it there. And then done. Cool. And so the the idea evolved. Uh, what, what I was originally thinking about doing uh, was doing a, a kimchi eating contest because <laughs> I just thought that would be so funny and disgusting at the same time. And uh, and But it, it kind of grew from there, from just a, a kimchi eating contest. There, so at Kimchi Palooza, July 10th, Governor's Island, there's going to be two kimchi eating contests for cash prizes. Anyone that's interested in signing up, go to my website, Kimchi Rules, holler at me. But then there, there are also going to be two other contests. Uh, one is a homemade kimchi contest where everyone uh, that has been making kimchi or wants to make it uh can bring theirs in county fair style and uh uh compete for a cash prize and then i'm gonna do that totally but wait up you're you're a judge oh sorry oh i'm not gonna do that (laughs) (laughs) but you know maybe maybe you can you know sneak it in under your your your, uh alter ego (laughs) what's your alter ego jenna jenna studemeyer yes exactly okay yeah and then uh, I don't the, know what that was. <laughs> and then the other other thing that, um, which I think is going to be great, which is really a, a proponent that um, I'm trying to push about kimchi is 
uh, cooking with it, creating with it, because a lot of people, a lot of the times, some feedback I get from customers is like, yeah, I got it, but now I don't know what to do with it. And so uh, the idea that I had was to have um, maybe like a dozen restaurants in the city uh, uh, make creative dishes with kimchi. And then once again, you can judge what you think is the best. I can't wait to see what they come up with, too. Because I, I know there's a lot of traditional Korean things to make, like a pork stew with kimchi, um, omelets with kimchi. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait to see how many other things you can come up with. It's, uh, it, yeah. it's really an all-around topping, or I, I, I don't know even what. I once stuffed uh, some bak. no, what was it? It was like a little puff pastries with kimchi. That's mm-hmm. yummy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, kimchi does go with everything, so... It's, it's, that doesn't surprise me at all. What do you say to people when they're like kind of turned off by kimchi? Because it smells funky, fermented, and you know, they're just, it's so unusual. It's so bizarre to them. First of all, the first thing I call them is a racist. (laughs) And then once I get that out of the way, then um, I'm just, I I, I tell them about the health benefits of kimchi and why why it's so good. Because, uh, Dr. Oz, he named it one of the top 10 healthiest foods in the world. And the reason is because it's got so, so many probiotic enzymes in there that it's really good for your digestive system as well as your uh, uh, immune system, too. So, so the kimchi eating contest winners will be totally A-OK. Oh, Actually, even better. They're, they're not going to start off with. Yeah, they're, they're not going to get sick for maybe 30 minutes until they have to throw up all the kimchi. Because... Uh, I, I really want to see how much people can put away because I, I you know, I've I've gotten some some interest and people are like, oh man, I'm gonna eat like ten pounds of it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what's some of your favorite things to cook with the kimchi? I've seen your stew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've tried th- it. That's my favorite, definitely. Like, um, if you have it in the winter time, it's uh, and you're feeling a little under the weather life-changing it's it's just so good you can just feel yourself like coming back to health um but that so that's that's one uh the kim the uh kimchi salsa that's another favorite great for the summer uh but what what i've also been working what i'm also uh developing right now is uh my kim chili which is ah that sounds great yeah chili with daikon kimchi it's 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 uh so good so kimchi is really good hot and cold and anywhere in between. Yes, right? and and the the next level is uh, go let let people in on a little secret. Frozen. Ooh. Mm. Kimchi popsicle. Oh, sorry. Okay. Maybe ice cream. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kim, kimchi sherbet. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's it's gonna be like a um, a baked Alaska except with kimchi. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, other favorites. I mean, it'll sometimes even be as just simple as like just putting it on a hot dog because a, a dog with some some chi on top. Dog, yeah, yeah. So uh, all this talk about the probiotic benefits of it. I have seen some recipes, and I will not mention names. But a, New York, a recent New York Times article came out by a writer that I adore. Mm. But there was a kimchi recipe in it that was like quick pickled. There was no fermentation. Oh uh, yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. I don't it know. It has to be pick. I mean, it has to yeah. be. Uh, it's it's definitely all funky. about the the open air fermentation, so yeah. that uh, 
it, it happens naturally because uh, a lot of people think that because it's sour, there's uh, added vinegar, but that's it's all naturally yeah. produced. Um, uh, it, it could be also now uh, uh, kimchi's so um, forgive the pun hot uh, that I think people's definitions of it are okay. are kind of you know getting kimchi a style loose. quick pickles. Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah, kimchi flavored cabbage salad yeah slaw something yeah i can see how that would you know be a nice quick fix because it does take about a week to ferment yeah yeah it, it takes it takes time and and a, a lot of people you know they don't really have the the time or the the, or the energy to yeah or the confidence i mean sometimes uh you know you can mess up <laughs> yeah and <laughs> let me happens. tell you you can definitely over ferment it because Ooh. uh uh, I've had some people. They're like, "Yeah, it's it's been out here for two months now," and I'm like, "Ooh, <laughs> okay, let's give it a shout." So um, hopefully, the kimchi palooza will be a good learning experience. And I hear you're having a con- I mean, a workshop, like a kimchi cooking class too. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, gonna be great. Um, Michaela Hayes from Gramercy Tavern. She's gonna come and do a kimchi making demo. I'm also uh, working out maybe. Uh, a couple other demos um if there are any like budding kimchi scientists out there that you know think they have something that they really want to show the world well uh kimchi palooza will be you know great great stage for that cool check out kimchi rules and hit up kadeem that way if you if you're one of those um let's cut to your song oh. first for a little break awesome what is it uh this is uh it's a song get light that uh was just featured in a a commercial for this crazy water jetpack. Cool. Like, can't even describe it. But if you go to uh, YouTube, just say Jetlev the Beatards or Get Light. Um, just check out the video. It's all about um, fun, positivity. Uh, it's like Wu Tang. It's for the kids. Cool. Every time, 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 let us speak through the speakers Upside down with my feet first Helium got all up in my sneakers Time cruise, cruise, cruise Top gunning in my Air Force One, one, one's never stop air Walking like I'm a school skater Tony Hawk not tripping while I'm drifting to the top A lot of dudes said it fly But we be more like the sky You can watch us blowing up Like it's the 4th of July We make music all day, every day It's just how we survive I cannot work 9 to 5 Believe me, dude, I have tried After one day I get fried Give me two, I get five Some people call it a curse, but I've been blessed with this vibe. So I rise, rise, rise with my eyes to the sky and my back always turn to the haters. We get lifted, we get light, we get weightless. This is a public service announcement from Heritage Radio Network. Every Tuesday at noon, Dave Arnold, the author of CookingIssues.com, will discuss new and innovative techniques, equipment, and ingredients. Call in with your own questions to see if Dave and the crew can solve your cooking issues. Again, that's Tuesdays at noon on the Heritage Radio Network. 
All right, we're back on Let's Eat In. I'm your host, Kathy Irway, and this Woo-hoo. is our guest, Kadeem O. Uh, from Mama O's Kimchi and the Beach Hearts, which we just heard a track from. That was awesome, by the way. I can totally see how it's like the summer jam. It, that was, yeah, it just makes you feel like, uh, you know, rent's due. Man, eh, not really. You know, <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. We'll make it. Life goes on. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so one other reason to love your new deli, in addition to having kimchi there, um, I hear that you have this little garden on the side lot of of the where you're growing like tomatoes and peppers and uh, cucumbers and all sorts of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. R- radishes, cilantro. Um, Was I this sh- like an empty parking lot or no? It's it's like. Um you know how on the side of buildings there'll be like it'll be fenced off for yeah. some unknown reason. <laughs> well, so I have like six feet on the side of my building that's like that's uh, a garden f- fenced <laughs> off. Yeah, so I went to Home Depot. I, I got a uh, and um, I made these uh, raised bed gardens that are by three feet by six feet and planting tomatoes, cilantro, radishes. I just had some of the radishes, basil. Uh, are you gonna um, pickle some of the radishes? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, cool. But they're so good, just out, out of the ground, and it's just nice like, and juicy. Yeah, and it's amazing because they they uh, uh, they come to fruition in in a month, I thirty know. days. Right? Isn't that like crazy? Like sparkler radishes, little guys, or yeah, I got yeah. the little you know the little red ones they eat with tacos in L.A. Uh huh. Yeah. Cool. And uh, yeah, so that so that's really great. I'm really excited about that, and also. Um, one of the reasons why I wanted to do that was because at, at a deli you generate a lot of uh, uh, compostable materials. Like um, the deli's like it's not like a, a fancy deli. It's it's a straight up bodega. Like you want beer, you want blunts, you want a bacon, egg, and cheese. Anything else that starts with a B, I got you. And uh, so we'll make you know we'll have a lot of eggshells and uh, coffee grounds. And also uh, making the kimchi, you, you um, there's a lot of cabbage that uh, is is perfectly fine, but you, you, I'm not I wouldn't be able to serve it. So mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot of good or- organic material that that like you know just breaks my heart every time. I, I just have to throw away a big bag of it. So mm-hmm. now composting it and then working it into the the earth and uh, yeah, it's, Crazy. it's yeah it's good. Wow. Did you ever garden before? Or like, uh, I mowed the lawn. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Do it yourself. That's awesome. So this is kind of like a home garden. You're just gonna kind of use them for this and that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, the thing is, it's like I, I make a lot of. Uh, I use a lot of cilantro. So why, why not just grow some? And uh, and, and it's bacon, also bacon, egg, and cilantro. Mm. That's the next. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think I'll have to name that sandwich called the Irway. <laughs> hey, let me get an Irway, okay? Uh, with, with with jalapenos. Um, yeah, kimchi. To- oh, mm. bacon, egg, and kimchi and cilantro. Okay, let's bring it to Governor's Island. <laughs> perfect, perfect. That's going to be Kathy's entry under under her pseudonym. <laughs> Check it out, everyone. No. Um, so, okay, I love asking this question. Um, perfect date meal. Perhaps not from a bodega. Maybe it is from a bodega. Oh. What would it be? It doesn't have to include, can include kimchi. doesn't matter. A perfect date meal. Yeah. Um, I'll, go with, I'll, I'll go with spaghetti and meatballs. 
Nice. Yeah, you know, it's 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 that whole lady in the tramp. Lady influence. in the tramp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, you know, if if uh, if a girl can suck down a plate of spaghetti and do it like somewhat elegantly, then you're oh, onto what something. Is, what is elegantly? Well, you know, because I didn't think that was very elegant when they were like, <laughs> you know, in the in the movie. Was it? Yeah, Maybe it was. They don't have hands. They're dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, got, got to cut them some slack. You know, they're, they're doing pretty good for a couple of strays. Um, but elegantly, you know, like maybe it doesn't have to use the spoon because sometimes I feel this, you know, using the spoon is a bit pretentious. You oh, know? I never see people use spoons anymore. Yeah, right, no. right. Yeah, exactly. So maybe no spoon, but like good, like twirling technique, <laughs> you know, ability to lift it, you know, off the plate without like this, there being this big, long hanging strand, not too much slurping, and then the slurping like, you know, spots of, of, of marinara get everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, yeah, I think that would be pretty good. Or or just pho. Pho is so good. Pho. Nice. Yeah. Another slurp-worthy dish, though. It, Something about noodles. It is, yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. And is it the spice? If the do you like your uh, pho with like lots of fresh jalapenos? Or is I, that I do, but I don't. I don't put the sriracha, and I'm I'm kind of a purist like that. Mm. I just like it like really, really simple. And uh, another reason why pho is so great is uh, I used to eat pho every day, every single day. And uh, this is when I lived in in DC. Uh, there's this place, Pho Seventy Five. That's in Arlington, Virginia. That was amazing. It was so, like, authentic. And then there were a lot of, like, um, army people, Pentagon people that would come hmm. there. And you, you felt like you are in Vietnam. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. But so I would eat it every day, and I would check out people's pho styles. Like, like eating styles? Yeah, like, well, how, how, how you prepare, prepare the bowl. And uh, so my thing was I would make a... Uh, I would break the leaves up and then like I, I, the basil and stuff yeah yeah totally like some some people I would see them like they would just mince up the basil in like Ooh. tiny tiny little pieces I saw an old man he would pick up a stem and like bite a leaf off you know <laughs> every every few bites so my thing would be to like break so it was kind of a mixture I'd, I'd make the the minced uh, basil leaves and then I would stick in a couple sprigs and make like this island, tropical island <laughs> scene with it. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it just, it, it's just so, so beautiful. And it's <laughs> such, a, such a good food. It's a playful dish. Right? It is, yeah. Um, d- and did you discuss what is your uh, perfect date food? Oh, I don't discuss this with anyone. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping a poll here. No, but I do love noodles a lot. I can, I just, I just love it. And you know, I, I, at first when I was, you know, I grew up eating noodle soups just mm. as a snack, as a meal, as everything, breakfast. And uh, when when I first saw like friends like with like ramen packs of instant ramen, mm. they get rid of the broth. It oh. made me cringe. Like they would just eat the noodles straight up without any broth. Or like I'd go to a restaurant to you know like a cool ramen shop in the east village and i see people never drink the soup never Uh, and because i always eat the noodles with like one hand on my spoon one hand uh, on my chopsticks and i kind of like pull it all together and (laughs) so each bite has a lot of like broth and uh that just that just irks me when i see that done so yeah everyone has their pet peeves and i don't think i could uh 
to I don't know. It's it's like watching someone eat a bagel and then they scrape on the cream cheese like so light it's that it's like watching somebody walk around with their pants on backwards. It's not attractive. <laughs> yep. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm just trying to think of an example when that's attractive. No, no, there is no exact uh, attractive example of pants on backwardness. But it doesn't make any sense either. So, like you know, everyone has their own uh, quirks, mm-hmm. shall we? So, are you still dodging the question? Um, well, I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know. But I do like spicy, fiery, funky foods, pickled mm. foods. Kimchi is definitely up there. Um, and yeah, I think that kimchi is really great to flavor really fresh food. So like I would mm. put it in, I don't know, like a snap pea salad this time of year. Mm. Something really fresh, like your salsa is really great. Something just light, maybe like a little uh, lettuce wrap or something. Mm, oh yeah, mm. the the the, kim, the Korean tacos with mm. like the lettuce, put a little rice, some kimchi, maybe some bulgogi. Yeah, yeah, like a bulgogi. Yeah, so oh. you know, finger food. It's fun. If if this weren't the radio and this were TV, I would say eye to eye, and everyone would know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but it's the radio, so yeah, I'm I'm ear to ear with you on this. So we are actually at Roberta's right now, and they have lots of pizza. What do you think of kimchi and pizza? Is that a good combo? Cheese? Of course. Kimchi sauce, maybe? Yeah, well, ooh. Um, maybe I'm we should get one of the chefs here to enter the Palooza. I think that would sound amazing. Um, I'm actually doing a kimchi class at Murray's Cheese on July the 13th, where we're no doing way. kimchi and cheese pairings there. Okay. Um, so yeah, kimchi, kimchi goes well with with cheese um doesn't go too well with wine i got i got asked to do like a a kimchi and wine pairing and i I was like they're like what do you recommend and i was like Um. i recommend you don't do it (laughs) (laughs) you know i was like beer yeah kimchi and beer sure great but i can see beer all the way yeah 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 totally um and uh it was great i did i did an event and i was paired paired with kelso uh brewery and we did uh uh i don't remember I don't remember the name of the beer. All I remember, it tasted really good. And I had chili with it. Beer and chili, that's like uh, Donnie Marie. (laughs) Sounds good. And, you know, maybe something with a beer with a little ginger in it would be good, too. Because there's a lot of ginger in Mm. kimchi. Yeah, something nice and light. Like a a fresh, like kind of young beer Mm -hmm. for the summer. Kimchi, kimchi salad. That, ooh, that... I think that would be good. You know, like the the Thai or like the Vietnamese beef salad. Oh, yeah. With like a little bit of kimchi in there. Green papaya or something and kimchi. So Mm. many possibilities. I can't wait to see what we do. Okay, so for one last quick question for all the home cooks out there who maybe Mm. haven't made kimchi. You don't cook it. uh, You just kind of let it ferment. What is Mm. like like a really good tip, like a no-no or a got to keep in mind... Yeah. Um, hmm. I, I've I've seen friends make mm-hmm. it with like a chili paste, like mm-hmm. a goju chuang, mm-hmm. which I I don't really use. I use the dry pe- Korean right. uh, chili powder. Mm-hmm. Pepper. Um. Is there any like pet uh, peeve you have? Biggest no no. Um, I would say uh, my 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 biggest peeve, which I don't like, and some people do, I guess, is uh making it too sweet because mm. when when 
uh, or I'll, I'll leave the restaurant nameless, but it's been around for a lo- long time. Mean, exactly. <laughs> it's been around for a long time, and uh, I went there like not too long ago, and I ordered the the kimchi jjigae, the kimchi soup, and I got like you know the seafood pancake, whatever. I was like, hey, I'll just get this just in case, and I got the soup. I could not eat it because it was so sweet. I was just it, it just uh, I don't. Yeah, so you don't add any sugar to kimchi, right? Or you you do, you do? yeah, oh, okay. you do, and it partially helps in the the fermentate, you know, the, oh, yeah. the whole fermentation right. process. But also, it's the Napa cabbage has sugars. It, it yeah. does, it does, but like people, I think um, uh, they're just now that you know we're turning into a diabetic nation. Um, <laughs> It's it's well the the thing is there's there's a point to this because uh, people that are like say are more fat they crave foods that have more fat in them it's it's just your biological response and same thing with uh, diabetes is you crave the sugar and so you uh, I think uh, as far as palate wise people Mm. like could subconsciously taste it less because it's just satisfying like a base craving wow but yeah sugary kimchi is it's it's don't do it yeah get off the wagon if you're doing that (laughs) yeah put cleanse the the palate (laughs) put the sugar bowl down (laughs) okay please please (laughs) thank you for that seed advice kareem and thank you for being on the show i guess that's about all the time we have Thank you. Thanks for having me. A uh, wonderful time. Kimchi Palooza, July 10th. Come check it out. I'd like to thank Jack Inslee and everyone at Heritage. See you next week. Thanks for listening to this program on the Heritage Radio Network. You can find all of our archived programs on heritageradionetwork.com, as well as a schedule of upcoming live shows. You can also podcast all of our programs on iTunes by searching Heritage Radio Network in the iTunes store. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for up-to-date news and information. Thanks for listening. You know a man can't grow When he knows he's telling lies And he hears them passing by He's not a man at all This is Behind the Scenes Food News with Katie Kiefer. All of the trade papers are just buzzing with the information that Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook, has decided that he is only going to eat food that he himself has killed, as in proteins. So uh, thus far, he's um, killed a goat, a pig, a chicken, and some fish. But he's going to start hunting, he says, so that he can, you know, basically be more mindful of what he is putting in his mouth and into his body. And um, to quote a CNN Money article, he says, This year, my personal challenge is around being thankful for the food I have to eat. I think many people forget that a living being has to die for you to eat meat. So my goal revolves around not letting myself forget that and being thankful for what I have. This year, I've basically become a vegetarian since the only meat I'm going to eat is from animals I've killed myself. And thus far, this has been a good experience. I'm eating a lot healthier foods, and I've learned a lot more about sustainable farming and the raising of animals. This has been Behind the Scenes Food News with Katie Keeper.
Aaron Fitzpatrick and Brian DeMarco host Unfiltered, Heritage Radio Network's very own wine program. Here's a small clip. I will say that I tasted a lot of wines and I went to Bollinger. Mm. And it was the the special cuvee, which is, and I'll explain the difference between that and Rotor in a minute, but um, the special cuvee was the most three-dimensional oh. wine that I'd had in my mouth up until that point, and it was actually pretty much one of the only ones of the day, really spectacular, and it's made, I'll just say in a different style from Rotorua because it, it is a, a, set, a certain portion of the blend every year, and their style is aged in barrels, and it gives it more of a toasty, fuller mm-hmm. style, and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, you know, it's a big champagne. It's a masculine champagne. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I tried to get away, stay away from that, but it's true. I mean, mm-hmm. James Bond, the whole thing, yeah. but it's a, it's, a, it's a big wine. It's a great food wine, but then... Want to hear more? We'll tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. live to Unfiltered, or check out the old episodes in our archives. Also, make sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. Thanks for listening.